and maybe your eating habits did get a little bit off track and now it's like, oh my God, Mm. my clothes definitely aren't fitting. I've had this conversation with quite a few women. Mm. They're saying that their clothes literally aren't actually fitting and Mm. give yourself grace, that's okay, no judgment. Mm. Um, But is it health that you need to focus on now? Mm. Just because we're coming, we're coming out of it. So is it health? Is it movement? Is it, mm. you know, okay, I'm go- I'm going to start moving my body. Mm. I said I was going to the whole time and I haven't, but today. Mm. I don't care if it's 9 o'clock at night, I'm going to go for a walk. Um, is it reading? Is it starting the side hustle? Can you, you know, look up a course tonight or whatever, but just picking one, mm-hmm. one thing mm. to focus on. So as you come out of isolation, because it is a big change, it is mm. a big change and it's exciting and it's positive, mm. but it's big. Mm-hmm. So you need to have that North Star for yourself to feel like, okay, you've got that to focus on as you come out of isolation because it's a big change overnight. Hello listeners and welcome along to the Mind to Lead podcast, the podcast where leaders are made. Whether you're a CEO, manager, teacher or parent, I believe everybody can be a leader. My mission is to help my listeners understand the skills, traits, and mindset of what it takes to become an exceptional leader. I'm your host, Georgie Hubbard, business owner, career, and mindset coach. So if you're ready to discover the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to jump on and talk to you about something that I am super excited about. So you may or may not know, but I've developed a course. It's a 12-day masterclass called Life Reimagined. In this course, you're going to start to understand yourself at a deeper level. You're going to build your self-belief so you have the courage to work towards your dreams. You're going to build thriving relationships with people who love and support you. You're going to establish winning morning routines and build life-changing habits. All of these lessons and all of this material are things that I wish I knew 10 years ago. And it wasn't until that I understood myself, it wasn't until that I had winning habits and routines that my life changed for the better. Now, I want to give you this for the next 14 days for free. That's right, for free. Because now is the time to be working on you. Now is the time to get clear on what you want. Let's grow through this and not just go through this. So if you're ready to take your life to the next level, jump across to The Mind to Lead, www.themindtolead.com and let's get you from where you are now to where you want to be. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I look forward to speaking to you again soon, guys. Have a beautiful day. Hello and welcome to The Mind to Lead, episode number six of the isolation series with the one and only Anna Rose Richards. Hello, Anna. How are you today? I'm amazing. I always am phenomenal. Still phenomenal. Six weeks in. I know. Well, it might have been a feather that was ruffled, but six weeks and I feel good. <laughs> no, that is absolutely amazing. So look, I thought today we've we've covered a lot. We've talked about a lot. We've gone into habits, routines, relationships, you know, how we're dealing with stress, keeping fit, energized, all that good stuff. So I thought we would kind of summarize a little bit and give some actionable steps for people. And then we'll finish on how we are looking towards the future, what we're, you know, what we're noticing, what the trends might be, and and how basically people can keep perspective during this time. So 
let's start by the the big sort of summary. So in the crisis right now, where we're all in, there's lots of chaos and uncertainty happening. What do you think are the sort of the, the key major things? If you could summarize the top five things that you are making sure you're doing every single day to stay you know, healthy, both physically and mentally, what would those five things be for you? Anna, go. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, this could be a really hard question. <laughs> uh, because this is such a sincere conversation that we do have. But mm. no, straight away, truly, deeply, every single day. And we've touched on this in an, on another podcast. So if you love what you hear with this, then go back and listen to the whole conversation. But it is around moving, eating, thinking, reading and earning like I love myself. Mm. So I have to do, I mean, again, that's five things, but you ask for five. So the, yeah. the core things that I focus on every single day, no matter what, even on my, I say my self-love Sunday, where I really do take the whole day off, um, just completely from everything. But I, yeah, that it's moving, making sure I move every day because obviously movement is just medicine eating something nourishing because I know that in this time it's gotten a bit crazy with some of the things that we've, that people have leaned on, um, nutritionally, mm. um, thinking, obviously we can fill our head with news, which I'm super anti. Mm. I know you've done an incredible, um, chat on that as well, but I'm anti news. I'm like, I don't, I don't watch the news. Mm. Um, so fill your head with beautiful things, mm-hmm. uh, then reading, that's part of it, of course. Mm-hmm. And then earning, how can you move the needle forward in your life in some small way mm-hmm. um, to keep putting bricks in your financial wall of security? So if something like this ever did happen again, you have that financial oxygen mask on that mm-hmm. you know that you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I think for Throwing me, <laughs> no, for me definitely is sticking to your routines as much as you can. So obviously, you know, the easy thing to do when all this kicked off was to go, oh, I get an extra hour in bed today, or, you know, I'm just gonna stay up late, watch some more Netflix and and almost like lose sight of the future. You know, I think people were very, you know, reactive when it first happened. And look, you know, I'll put my hands up to say, you know, there were days where, you know, I'm extremely self-motivated, but there were days where I just had to just shut my laptop because I was just sat there writing out the email and I've been looking at the same email for about 15 minutes and not written a single word. So, you know, I've given myself a lot of grace during this time, but one thing I haven't done is, is, is stopped my morning routine. So I'm still up at five. I'm still going for my walks. I'm still exercising. And look, that's changed. I'm definitely walking more at the moment. Like, you know, I'm saying to, to my husband, Kyle, like, you know, a story we're telling ourselves is we're getting in the best shape of our lives. And I literally feel like I am because every single day I wake up and I'm like, right, I'm going to walk more. I'm going to be more fit. I'm going to make sure that I eat all the right foods to give me energy. So as you know, we are, we are plant-based. So we're just like really sort of looking at how we can get even more nutrients into our diet right now to boost our immunity at this time as well, which is really important. Mm. Um, yes you know, just making sure we're staying connected with friends and family. You know, I am supposed to be back in the UK right now. There's a lot going on back in the UK right now. So I'm just making sure that I'm Skyping, I'm interacting with them on a regular basis, staying in touch. And I'm focusing on all the things that I can still control, all the things I'm still grateful for, like doing this with you right now, just being able to sit here and and see you on a screen, it's amazing. Um, You know, just those little things, like you can always appreciate something even in the darkest of times, the darkest of days. And if we focus on that, if that's where we choose to put our energy, then I truly believe that we'll get more 
good energy out of it. Um, and I loved one of the episodes where you talked about like the different vibrations and you know how when you spoke to the water, can can you reshare that? Because I think that was so powerful yeah. and it's just such a perfect example of how our thoughts and our emotions become our reality. Yes, and I'm just as you're talking, I wanna get it up the, mm. because I wanna, okay, I got it. I wanna honor the um, actual gentleman who, who did it, but it was the um, Japanese, um, scientists essentially Mas, Masuru Emoto mm. who and it's the water experiment and it's one of my favorite things mm. and it's how and I, I spoke um, at the time I said how lots of people have, have, have since done it and obviously we might not have microscopes and I encourage you to do it mm. I would feel so bad I've never done it because I don't even think I could speak hate over anything mm. um, but you can do it with fruit so do it with fruit if you don't believe me do it with fruit and but the ideology is uh, Masar, Ma, I always forget his name. Mas, Masaru um, basically did this groundbreaking, unbelievable experiment with water, and he spoke death and negativity over um, particular water, you know, water in a petri dish, mm. and let it crystallize. And he spoke life and love and positivity over uh, another petri dish of water, a few, and watched how they crystallized and how the water that was spoken um, death and negativity over you're going to die, you know, I hate you, um, you're worthless. It crystallized, deformed. Mm. So it crystallized, really ugly. Um, it it did mostly didn't crystallize. Uh, it was unbelievable. And then the 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 water crystals that were spoken with positivity and love, they crystallized stunningly, fully formed, just you know opened up as water crystals do. Um, but interestingly as well. As I said, they've done this with fruit. I've seen a few, you know, spiritual or um, personal development leaders do it in their own homes with fruit with their children and love it. Danielle Laporte is one of them. So if you Google sort of Danielle Laporte fruit experiment and she did the same thing because obviously it doesn't have a petri dish, didn't have a microscope mm. um, and spoke life over one fruit in one area uh, and spoke uh, death over fruit in another area. And the, the I mean, obviously fruit's still going to rot, but the rate at which this fruit rotted, um, that was, you know, I hate you, mm. you're worthless, mm. was unbelievable, mm. absolutely unbelievable. So, yeah, and, and then the whole ethos of that when we were sharing that was that we do speak life or death over our lives. We do every single day. We are all energy. Mm. That's science. That's not mm -hmm. woo-woo. Mm -hmm. uh, we are. We, we're, we're matter and we mm -hmm. matter, um, but we are matter. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. The idea is that everything is energy mm. and we, we we bring about what we speak about. And so the idea is in the um, spiral of emotional intelligence, essentially. It's like the, the spiral of mm. um, energy, the highest vibration of energy is joy. Mm. And the fastest way to get to joy, mm. I, I truly believe. And mm. it's, I mean, this is all written up, but is gratitude. So yeah. Yeah, that was one of my favorite conversations as well. And interestingly, mm. I've had a few people reach out about that one mm. and say, hey, what was that? I heard it on the podcast. Mm. What was that water thing again? Yeah. So yeah, it can impact. There's a book. Yeah. He wrote a book. So get the book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as have I, which is why I wanted to bring it up again, because it's just it, it just kind of reinforces that what we're speaking about, you know, when we say things like, you know, speak kindly to yourself, you know, acknowledge yourself, be grateful, like all of these things, like, 
it works, you know, and that's, that is proof right there. And I just think, you know, like I always say to people, what's the first thing you say to yourself when you wake up? Because if you snooze the alarm and then you lie there and you think about all of your problems and you think really negatively about the day, about what you can't do and, and all of that, well, how do you think your day is going to go? You know, I say that bad, bad uh, mornings lead to bad days, bad days lead to bad weeks, bad weeks lead to bad months, bad months lead to bad Uh, quarters bad quarters lead to bad years which lead to bad decades and ultimately bad lives so how we wake up every single day what we say to ourselves it matters and it impacts us you know on a physical and a mental and an emotional level so I just think it's really important I really want to emphasize that now more than ever um so in terms of like you said to them there like we create joy so do you have any practices that you know you do on a regular basis so someone said well I, I do want to feel more joyful but I don't know really where to begin how do I bring more joy into my life I want to be you know feeling those higher vibrations so what do you do to bring more joy into your life every day create a list I have a list I know this sounds crazy I mean I had a list years ago probably about probably eight or nine years ago now I created a list because I was not a joyful person um, innately so I think we all are no we all are we are all innately born with joy Mm. we're all born these perfect little beings that you know love our roles and just (laughs) we're just these happy little bundles of joy and we unlearn joy Mm. so and I had unlearned joy so I literally had a list uh, that I had things on it that I knew made me happy or something might have happened in my life because I understand there's the spectrum and we're all on the spectrum at all times for all things. Mm. And it's like you were depressed and, you know, you need clinical help and that's, you know, get clinical help mm. um, to you were just Tony Robbins, Joy, mm-hmm. who <laughs> just rocks it at life, right? That's sort of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, and in between that, we all fall somewhere. So wherever you are, you might be the person that is like, well, I don't know what makes me happy. I don't know what brings me joy. You mm. do, you've just forgotten. Mm. So start to play with that again. And I always say to people, what a gift, like how fun, positive, like how fun that you can find the things that bring you joy again. Like mm. what a gift. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's things like, I love laughter. I think and I shared yesterday's World Laughter Day. Um, so I celebrated it because I just love laughter. And laughter is the fastest way I truly believe to bring joy. Um, so for me, I love stand-up comedy. That is literally at the top of my list, stand-up comedy. I love bubble baths. They bring me so much joy. I love a good book. Mm-hmm. I love loud music. But not music, I love loud music. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if, I, if I'm going into that lot, the vibe of, you know, um, fear, mm or despair never despair but you know fear Mm. or if you're feeling let me make Mm. it like fear or despair Mm. or anger or rage Mm -hmm. and you know you've got your list okay hang on what what brings me joy look at the list okay can I have a bubble bath no um can I call my friend yes but she might be at work okay what else loud music boom put some loud music on Mm -hmm. um and I'm really big on as well in uh, Marie Kondo is that an I never watched it but um I really believe in in creating a home environment that sparks joy. I'm very big on that. Like have a home and it's not a mansion with full of expensive things, mm. but you know, th- just things that bring you joy. So Morgs and I recently, like, cause we loved your outdoor area. Mm-hmm. I was like, it just brings me so much joy when mm-hmm. I go to their house. Like I'm recreating that in our, mm. in our home. Um, and so I really believe as well in your home, trying to create a space 
So my office sparks joy for me. Mm. I love when I come in here because I have a velvet couch that I love, you know, things that I love, a beautiful success quote in front of me, you know, crystals that I love. I've got Mm. a photo of my mum. So I've always got things Mm. around me that spark joy. So if you're unsure what does for you, Mm -hmm. what a gift, Mm -hmm. have some fun with this. Um, I would say as well, like champagne sparks joy (laughs) for me, but that doesn't go on my list because it is still a depressant, Mm, right? There's, you know, like drinking champagne, Mm -hmm. but then you can start to spiral. So Mm -hmm. these are things that are super healthy, Mm -hmm. like loud music, bubble baths, your dog, Mm -hmm. you know, like non-negotiable. What brings me joy sincerely every day? Because Morgan's like, you're so good with walking zoos. He's sometimes Mm -hmm. like, nah, forget it. But I'm like, babe, you have no idea. When I see Zeusy on the grass, like there's mm. this little area out there, he gets so pumped up and he like does these little zoomies. It brings me joy. And I'm mm. like, that's a highlight of my day, yeah. seeing him have joy. Yeah. So, yeah, just anything healthy, nature, um, whatever, bubble butts, and have a list. So if mm. you need to just, if you're having a moment, you can default to it and work through it and go, I can't do that, but I can do that. I'm going to do that. Mm. I love it. I love it. You just touched something really important there as well about environment. And I think that you are a product of your environment as well. So, you know, and I'll get, I guess, give an example of this. So I moved up from Melbourne um, almost a year ago now. And because of exactly what you just said then, I actually got clear. I sat down, I thought, what does give me joy? Well, what gives me joy Mm -hmm. is feeling warm and the sun like beating on on my skin. What brings me joy is walking on the beach and, you know, being with my husband Kyle and my little cavoodle Ted. What brings me joy is sipping on a, a coffee, looking at the waves. What brings me joy is being in nature, you know? And I yeah. just think that if you can get super clear on what brings you joy in, they're not all external things. You know, what brings me joy is just sometimes sitting in silence and closing my eyes and focusing on gratitude, you know, of like all the things I have in my life and just being grateful for my for my body, for my health, you know, for, for all of those things. But I think people wait to feel joy and I think you can generate it, you know? So I think yes. that every single day you can be intentional and I love what you just said then about you have all those things around you that like bring you joy well on my wall in front of me in the office I've, I always write down three words of how I want to feel um, today this week and I've got joyful number one number two is energized and number three is calm because yes I want to be in that good vibration but I also want to feel a deep sense of peace and calm as well so I don't so so anytime in the week where I feel myself getting a little bit you know, maybe um, sidetracked or something happens that I can't control, there would be a tendency to go, oh no, oh no, this is terrible. And I just look at my wall and I sit back and I go, well, I'm, I'm, I am committed to living by those three emotions, those three words. So whatever, yeah. whatever's happening, I'm going to allow myself to feel it, but I'm not going to sit with it. I'm going to then choose joy to be energized and to be calm. And what you just said then about Tony Robbins, because I was listening to him um, a few days ago, actually, he was being interviewed and he was saying that, you know, he primes his mind every day. So yeah. there was a study done that he said that um, when you stand in like a power posture, so like if you're a yes. woman, you stand, you've picture you've got a cape on, like you're Wonder Woman, or if you're a man, you pretend you're Superman. It has been scientifically proven now to reduce your um, confidence by 20%, to lower your cortisol by 25%, just by standing in a power posture for um, a couple of minutes. So there's, there's things a that you can do. Phenomenal TED talk on that. Yeah, yeah. There's a TED, one of the top fifteen. I want to say ten. No, top ten 
TED Talks of all time. Uh, and we share this with our team often. It's in like a slogging area of our website. Mm. Is the talk on that? Uh, Amy Cuddy, I think is her name. I can't believe I remember that. I think mm. it's, I'm, I might be wrong, but um, top 10 TED Talks of all time. Go and watch it because mm. that really impacted me. Sorry, my dog's just licking himself. Oh. <laughs> um, my fair child. I just didn't know if you could hear it. Um, and yeah, and she talks about that and the posture. And I, and I wanted to speak to that. I know I can't say that the science has been done on it or anything like that, but language as well. Yes. So, you know, doing your power poses and things. But something that I've always, um, the last 10 years anyway, not always. So since I was about 22, I have been so conscious, and again, because of Tony Robbins, it was Awaken the Giant Within. Mm -hmm. uh, in that book, I read uh, the, the power of language. And, you know, I'd been brought up to understand that you speak life or death over your life, but I, to this end, I hadn't sort of looked at it to this detail. And I remember I used to get asked all the time, how am I? How are you? You know, and it's like it's the respectful Australian anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, how are you? Mm -hmm. Like always. People always say, and I was one of them, not bad. Mm. I'm not bad, thanks. Yeah. You're not bad, so you're good. Yeah. So why are we using double ne a negative not yes. and bad negative yes. to say that you're good? Yeah. Just say that you're good. Yeah. I'm really good, thanks. Or mm. and it's not to tell the uh, tell a lie. If you're, but the thing is that this to that end of language is so important, and that's where I started this whole. Mm. phenomenal people always I, everyone's like you're mm. even my hairdresser I walk in she's like miss it's phenomenal here <laughs> but it started at 22 because yeah. people I thought this is so powerful yeah I'm I'm good mm. I'm better than good you know I live in a blessed country I can always find something to be grateful for mm. so for me as well I wanted to speak phenomenal into existence mm. I you know there are days where I don't feel phenomenal you know obviously moments not days <laughs> moments mm -hmm. but I want to speak that into existence. I want mm. to call that in. So for me to that end is how specific and um, important language is that if you're someone that has been saying, you know, I'm, I'm not bad, thanks. I understand what you're trying to say. You're, you're mm. saying that you're good, but just say it. Say, mm. I'm great. Thank mm. you so much. Or I'm phenomenal. Try mm. it on because it's my favorite thing. Like still today, Morgz is like, I still can't believe people like, We'll go to the shops and people go, how are you? I'm, like, I'm phenomenal, thanks. Or I'm I'm extraordinary. Mm. And they're like, oh, my God. I know. Yeah. What? What a response. Yeah. I haven't heard that in years. And yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, it's a gift just to give that to someone. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm phenomenal too. And I'm like, say it then. Like, yeah. go with your bad self. Yeah. But, yeah, so that's so stop. Let's commit to stop saying I'm not bad. You're well. Mm. You're good. You're great. You're amazing. You're so many things other mm. than not bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that. And actually one thing Kai and I banned in our language was fine. That's the other word. I'm fine. You know, yeah, if, if anyone says in the house, they're fine. It's like, we don't do fine. What's up? You know, because normally there always is something up. And then, you know, because that's like the kind of like the, the red flag word. Oh, you're fine. Oh. Which means not something's not right. But going back to like when I first met you I remember just this just this beautiful energy that came off you and I remember like bumping into you like when we we're walking like around the the complex and I was like hey how are you and you said I'm phenomenal and I just said to Kyle you're so right we don't hear that like but why is it like are people like afraid to you know like are we have we been programmed to not be these positive beings like like what why what is mm. it about our society that you know maybe people are actually afraid to actually be positive what's your thoughts on it 
two, this is so crazy that this has come mm. up because this is something that I've been super conscious of in the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah. I have been really well mm. and, and we've thrived and I've stood in ownership of that, even though it can be scary because many aren't. Yeah. Now you thriving doesn't mean it's not bad because others aren't and it's not disrespectful that others aren't. But I've always said to Morgan, me being unwell doesn't help unwell people I have to be well to help unwell people being poor for myself I'm speaking for myself I can't help the poor I have to be thriving financially to help others step into that so I think there's two things because I've noticed um so I think especially in the COVID I've almost been you know conscious of not saying phenomenal once Mm. and I remember catching myself and going you will not play small or dim a light just because this pandemic is going on because you are still phenomenal and that's okay. Mm. And that, and you get to stand there as a pillar of possibility of, you know, there's, you can create a life and look, you're still going to have crap. Like I, mm. stuff is always going to happen, right? We talked about that. I think mm. a week or two ago, like life happens, mm. but generally speaking, yeah, I'm phenomenal. But I think so many people have been conditioned that we get in this cesspool of, you know, you know, I've had a really rough week. Oh, tell me about it. Me too. Mm. And then you almost like fight off, not fight, but like you one up one another with how shit, you know, crap your yeah. week's gone. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just what we've been, we have, we've been programmed to, to live that way. So I think it's conditioning, uh, especially during a COVID-19 time, you might still be really well, but you know that your friend's suffering, mm-hmm. you sitting in your fake suffering Mm -hmm. doesn't serve them. I have felt like I've never helped. In fact, I know I've never helped more people Mm -hmm. in the last six to eight weeks because I've remained positive because I was sincerely positive and I've owned that I opted out of the pandemic because I did. So I owning your truth Mm -hmm. in the moment, if it is phenomenal or amazing or well, or, you know, I feel abundant Mm -hmm. or I feel thriving Mm -hmm. is is the first step so we've been conditioned to not to to always dim yourself to keep up with the joneses almost miserably yeah but the second thing is we're not taught to say those words Mm. i wasn't taught to say phenomenal or Mm. extraordinary or Mm. i'm delicious like you're not taught it's i'm fine Mm. or not bad or good so i think when and i hadn't it literally was tony robbins awaken the giant within he had a list i kind of it was later in the book mm. but i remember reading these words and i i still remember the feeling i got when i read his like the power words it mm. was like extraordinary and phenomenal and yeah. amazing and i thought versus good mm-hmm. not bad you know mm. fine and i thought gosh mm. they make me feel so empowered and happy that I want to use those words, but it mm. is odd. Mm. So I think if you can not care that it, you know, it might feel strange the first couple of times that you use those, mm. you know, more longer and funner, more fun words, um, you can make a habit out of using powerful language to create a, a level 10 life, mm. as you say, which I love. Mm. I and I completely agree. And just really funny, I've um, I just literally finished this morning a um, how to thrive, not just survive through COVID nineteen. Yes. And and in it, I write a, a chapter that says stay connected, but 
I actually put a disclaimer in it because I say, make sure you stay connected with people who are also keeping positive because the last thing you want to do, yeah. everyone's like, stay connected. Well, I don't want to speak to, you know, um, negative Nora. I want to be speaking to people like you and 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 our other beautiful friends, you know, and, and people who are, you know, like not, not like, you know, um, brushing it to the side but people who are seeing like who are remaining remaining positive and who are focusing on the things that they can control and who are sticking to their routines and their habits because you know it's it's so true that we are a product again of our environment and the company that we keep so you know if I was hanging around now with people who were focusing on the negatives that you know all the things that they couldn't do and and all that stuff it's going to rub off on me and I think that's what tends to happen you know that's why we you know people say you know we are the average of the five people that you hang around with and you and I have talked about this a lot before like why we are so selective with who we let into into our lives and you know I I know what it's like to hang around with people who aren't always in the best headspace and it's draining and 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 it's really interesting what you just said then about when you said oh you're almost like you dim your light because you you do sort of feel a bit insensitive you know if, if things are going well in your in your work or your business and you meet somebody who isn't you know having a great time you don't want to be like well my life's amazing my relationship's thriving you know yeah. you, you want to be sensitive but you know and I think obviously you know we're not saying that that's you you don't just go in and say well I'm phenomenal never mind about you you know it but it's but like you say it's being the beacon of hope it's like well you know what can we still control and you know but like you say you being negative and you sort of dimming your light isn't helping the situation you can actually still inspire and lead in a better way if you remain positive if you remain saying those power words those power postures and and be that beacon of hope for people which I know that that you are and it's it's so beautiful so you know yeah I think that's really really powerful like the company you keep right now is even more important and and probably when we come out of all of this as well we're going to really sort of see who the people that maybe we want to be hanging out with a bit more and who has remained positive and calm throughout this you know and I think people will be definitely auditing their lives and thinking who is important who's who's been there for me right now if that's going to be a big one and and yes spending some time thinking about what does bring me joy what does bring me meaning and hopefully getting you know a bit more clearer and a bit more clarity around what they want right now um, you know, yeah. I've certainly noticed a lot um, on, on LinkedIn at the moment with people actually loving working from home and, and saying like, yeah. why do I have to be in the office nine to five Monday to Friday? So that's going to be really interesting. So yeah, what's your thoughts on, I guess, the future and how COVID will impact work and lives and all that stuff? What, what do you think is going to happen from uh, here? I truly believe that this is like the what the industrial revolution was to the world. I Mm. truly believe this is the biggest disruptor since, you know, the last revolution essentially of how we are going to live, Mm. how we are going to work. Um, And yeah, because I know for a fact, Morgan and I, the second, because obviously you and I have worked from home. Well, I've worked from home for seven years, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and there's, there's highs and there's lows, Mm -hmm. but it, it, you cut your commute time down. I always joke when I do Instagram stories, I'm like, oh, just off to the office and I'll, you know, walk up the stairs with my coffee. That's my commute. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Morgan and I have always said, you know, there's so much goodness to working from home. We've been real ambassadors for it, for industry mm-hmm. in general. I know even for, I have to wear network marketers. So you like subcontract, but it's not our company. The company is a multi-billion dollar company. We've pushed to them. We're like, you guys should work from home. You should be allowed to work from home, like working from home is great. And I truly believe in COVID, it's shown companies, there's two schools. I've listened to a few podcasts as well on this, like 
in the sense that some big companies are like, nah, it's, you know, shown us that, you know, our employees can't be trusted. I was like, what a toxic place to work. But they were like, oh, we need them back in the office. Mm. Um, but I think for 80%, the Pareto rule, 80-20, I think for 80% of most huge organisations that are paying, you know, exorbitant rent on these city offices, mm-hmm. when their company could have still or has been humming along with employees at home, they're absolutely, it's going to for sure change. Yeah. Um, the way that we see the work environments in the future. And it will be a huge swing to working Mm -hmm. from home. And I think as well, employees aren't going to want to, they don't want to go back on a two, three hour commute or one hour commute every day. Uh, And they want more choice. And I remember doing my human resources degree back in, I was 19, 2021. And this then was a thing. So working from home then was this big kind of pie in the sky. Ooh, mm. will it ever happen? You know, could mm. it ever happen? Doing case studies on it. Mm. You know, and back then it was like, well, it could, but now it's like, oh, it's here. The mm. revolution is here. And mm. I think that it's going to change the way a lot of individuals work. And I think it's going to be really powerful. I think it can it can end some relationships, but it could some, enhance some relationships. It mm. could, you know, you've got more time in your life, which is the most important thing. It's what money can't buy to mm. work more on that goal or dream or get to the gym. And mm. you've kept saying, which I understand, you know, if you had a three hour commute, mm. maybe you genuinely couldn't. Um, so, you know, you might, people can focus back on their health. I just think it's, this has, I said it on one of the first podcasts, it's like shone a, a mirror, like held a mirror up to all of our lives. Mm-hmm ripped it all apart, mm. shown us was what wasn't working and we've we've been given this gift of being able to put it all back together again, which I just think is incredible. Mm. So Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, you know, like I mean, I've worked from home now for well, consistently for a year. Um, but before that, I did two days from home when I first started the business. And, you know, our, our, our team, um, see Solutions, they they work uh, from home. They already work from home two days a week and now they're working from five. And I, I've always argued, well, if you can't trust your team to work from home, then, you know, you don't you don't have a good team and you're not a good leader, you know, because yep. I just I just empower your people. And, you know, I just... I've always argued it. I have never, ever understood why you have to be in the office between nine to five, five days a week. I've always hated it. I've just never agreed with it. And I know that as soon as I started working from home, I was more productive. I felt more calmer. I felt I had more time, you know, and and I just think like that is, that is the way the world should be. And, and also for like, for things like climate change, you know, less cars on the road all the time, you know, like less people commuting, like there's so many benefits to it. And, you know, I think one thing that we all want is more time in our lives so yeah if you did allow people to work from home two three days a week amazing you know I, I, you're yeah. right this is going to be such a big disruptor of work and I'm already seeing I'm already seeing people come out going I'm loving working from home I'm thriving I'm getting so much more done which is amazing because yeah. I've been saying it for years um, and we get a lot of questions like you know from our candidates going into interviews being like oh what's the flexibility like and before it was always oh. like a bit of an like awkward question like I was like oh like I agree that I'm so for you working from home, but you know, the clients, some clients were against it, some were for it. And I've always been like, why don't you just like, why haven't you got a policy in place? You know, but now it's like, well, you know, let's, let's go for it. Let's make sure you are setting your team up for success. And you know, cause it's, it can be done. It absolutely can be done. Yeah, it's been done. Yeah. And I think it just needed, it just needed the push. Everyone was on the edge of the cliff and everyone just needed to be pushed. And COVID was a push because Companies, I mean, even our amazing accountants, they, I was emailing um, them the other day because I was laughing. I was like, how's working from home going? 
um, you know, do you need any tips? Mm-hmm. And they, and, and it was just, it's so foreign to them. James, mm-hmm. he was like, I'm loving it. Like it's so unusual, but they just didn't have the technology and the mm-hmm. software for themselves, like the, the phones and stuff to do it. But now they can. Yeah. So companies had to maybe, you know, put in a little bit to get some phone mm-hmm. set up networks and things like that. But mm-hmm. it's there now and it's your staff have proven if they're um, capable. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I th- it's the same in relationships. Mm-hmm. If you don't have trust in a relationship, you don't have a relationship Correct. and work is relationships mm-hmm. if you don't have trust in your team mm. you don't have a team mm. so it's like yeah it's it's cool I think as well that employees can now start to go well you don't trust me if you don't trust me I can't work for you yeah like if there's no trust trust that I'm going to do the job I think it's so exciting and mm. look like I said my background is HR and I it's exciting it's a mm. beautiful it is it's a beautiful exciting new fresh world that we're living mm. in the world's healed mm. predominantly in this time they've mm. cut the emissions that have been cut have ex- far exceeded you know triple i was listening to a report the other night that the world's healing mm. like and we can't go back we mm. cannot go back to how it was we just mm. can't so mm. it's exciting i just think it's so positive and yeah coming out of this it's it's going to be exciting and we're all going to a bar though. That's, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. That's it. And I think as well, like, you know, the things that we used to take for granted, we won't, uh, you know, I think all of like, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to, yeah, like obviously getting back in the gym and, and going out for breakfast and dinners and drinks and things and all the things that, you know, ultimately our freedom that we just completely took for granted, we yeah. won't. And and I really hope that we don't because obviously the tendency is, oh, it's all back to normal now, but, but I don't think things are going to go back to the way they will. I don't think they can. I think we're going to be talking talk pre and post covid and you know and i just yeah. i just want to say like but that's okay like i think people fear change but change can be good and i think you know yes at the moment we're in it we're experiencing it and there are you know a lot of uncertainties and things that need to be sorted out but i do think that there will be some positive things that come out of this you know and and even if it's just you know you you've had more time to spend with your children you've reconnected with them or you've reconnected to your spouse or maybe you've started that side hustle that you always wanted to or maybe you got yeah. fit because you have more time to exercise or you know maybe you realize that you know actually working from home and maybe you want to go part-time like whatever it is but I think people are starting to have really big realizations um and and getting really clear for the first time ever of what they want there you know some people learning new languages some people are you know reading more books and and yeah it just I think it's gonna a lot of amazing things are gonna come from this um and again it's just choosing you know you have a choice are you sort of focusing on things that won't be the same again or things that you'll miss or you're focusing on things that could come out of this in a positive way so that's where I'm choosing that's the path I'm going down um but it's just keeping perspective you know yes things will change but change is good as well you know yeah I think absolutely I think we did need a bit of a disruption so Look, obviously, we don't know when, obviously, all of the pandemic will end and the restrictions will lift. Um, So, you know, this is week six in isolation. But, you know, final thought, Anna, like what advice would you give to, you know, people right now that are sitting at home that are aren't feeling in a very good headspace that, you know, what advice would you say to them just, you know, for the next few weeks, few months? Like, yeah, how would you speak to them if you're with them right now? I just, I was thinking about this actually earlier today because I actually believe that we're close to, they're really starting to ease off quite a few Mm. restrictions. Mm -hmm. And because schools, I saw just before we jumped on here, a lot of parents were sharing like celebration posts in Queensland anyway, I can say that. Um, School pretty much, all all classes are back Mm -hmm. in school as of next week. 
Um, and I thought, gosh, well, once schools are back, that I mean, I think then, you know, gyms will probably be last and blah, blah. Mm. But I just thought people are actually going to start getting that almost anxiety, I think, like, oh, it's over. I actually mm. think in a weird way a lot of people, even if they haven't realised that they've loved isolation, have mm. actually loved isolation. Yeah. Um, and kind of even if it was a spiral of, not the best habits I think that they kind of like that comfortability so I think with the precipice of us being all unhinged and unlocked again and choosing or not but I hope that you do choose to create a new world for yourself as the new world is created um, I would just say and I think I said this a couple of weeks ago and I know you're reading the book now but just picking one thing because I know for me um, you know, even we had all these, you know, amazing goals of what we wanted to do. And we've done some of them. We've done lots of amazing things. Um, but there's one more thing I want to do, right, just before it's over. I want to say, look, we started it during that time. Um, and that's the one thing I'm focusing on. So I don't overwhelm myself. I don't beat myself up. I'm not too, I'm not doing too much. Mm -hmm. And I think as we start to come out of this, and maybe your eating habits did get a little bit off track. And now it's like, oh, my God, mm. my clothes definitely aren't fitting. I've had this conversation with quite a few women. Mm. They're saying that their clothes literally aren't actually fitting. And mm. give yourself grace. That's okay. No judgment. Mm. Um, but is it health that you need to focus on now? Mm. Just because we're coming. We're coming out of it. So is it health? Is it movement? Is it, mm. you know, okay, I'm, go I'm going to start moving my body. Mm. I said I was going to the whole time and I haven't. But today, mm. I don't care if it's 9 o'clock at night, I'm going to go for a walk. Uh, is it reading? Is it starting the side hustle? Can you, you know, look up a course tonight or whatever, but just picking one, mm -hmm. one thing mm -hmm. to focus on. So as you come out of isolation, because it is a big change, it is mm -hmm. a big change and it's exciting and it's positive, mm -hmm. but it's big. Mm -hmm. So you need to have that North Star for yourself to feel like, okay, you've got that to focus on as you come out of isolation because it's a big change overnight once mm -hmm. we're going to be all back to normal. And like I said, you know, the things you said that you were going to do, maybe you didn't or maybe you did put on a couple of kilos and that's okay. But if you want to refocus on your health, make it that. Pick one thing, mm -hmm. have it as your North Star and really focus on it right now because mm -hmm. you're going to need to because we I, we are coming out of us. They're pulling back the restrictions. So mm. you need to make sure that you just you feel okay with yourself and you've got that thing to focus on um, and you can move the needle forward in some way of, for your life. Mm. That's beautiful. I didn't think about it like that. Like people actually will miss isolation as opposed to like, woo, it's been lifted celebrations. You know, and I think that there could be a little bit of that when people go back to work and go back to their, you know, Monday yeah. to Friday routines. That's really interesting. So, but yeah, like you're right. It's like, it's not going like all the restrictions lifted and everything's back to normal. And, you know, I'm going to see that friend, that friend, that friend. I'm going to do this, this and this and, and trying to overwhelm yourself with everything and try and do everything all at exactly. once. Like you say, just pick one thing. If that one thing is right now, I need to lose these couple of kilograms or, you know, now I need to make sure that I really go and nurture that relationship or spend more time with that person because I realize that they're a really good friend, you know, just whatever it is. But yeah, don't try and do everything all at once because that could. And actually, chaos. lastly, quickly, I would mm. just say, because I'm like, I know if you've created some actually beautiful habits in this isolation time, mm. because you were like, it's because of isolation. Um, Sorry, are you there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've just lost you. Sorry, I was like, oh, it's gone. Oh. <laughs> You're back. Um, if, if you create a beautiful habit, then just make sure that you like if it was sitting and eating dinner every night with the family, mm. just because isolation is over, don't stop that. Yeah. 
make that your North Star is mm. all I want to say. So it could be yeah. something really positive that you've actually started yeah. that you think, oh, well, it's going to end now, isolation's over. It's a choice. It doesn't yeah. have to. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Well, look, I really hope that everyone who's been listening to these series have been enjoying them. I've certainly had some amazing feedback, so I want to say thank you so much for that. And, and yeah, look, beautiful six episodes recorded. Go back and watch them, and really hope you enjoyed today because I certainly did, as always. Anna, absolute pleasure, and look forward to I look forward to having a champagne and a hug and you know all of this good stuff afterwards that's what I'm looking forward to so have a beautiful day everyone and I'll speak to you soon thank you so much for listening to the mind to lead podcast I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode to help us spread the message please give us a rating and leave us a review we love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings and look reach out to me reach out to me on LinkedIn I'm Georgie Hubbard reach out to me on Instagram I'm Georgie L Hubbard let's connect I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon